0: Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, as you know. Really, my favorite day of the week. It takes a lot of work for me to be prepared for each show, but because it's a lot of work doesn't mean that it isn't my favorite day. It's some pressure on me for sure because I do it every week, and just so you know, I write everything out. (laughs) Maybe Seven, eight, or ten, or twelve pages uh, to prepare. I'm really want. I really want to have the best show I can for you. But that preparation, um, one from one perspective is a lot of work. But from another perspective, also such an opportunity for me because I am seeing the material, reviewing it, reading it several times as I do my editing and checking out, you know, what it is to highlight for you guys or explain or whatever it is. And I just find myself growing every week because of this show. In addition, the healing work that, you know, that we do together in the show has been expanding, has been moving me forward without the show to do every week. I really don't know. If I'd be where I am today, or you guys would be where you are. We are doing a very, very quick awakening. I mean, speedy, 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 with the evolutionary crest. So, this show is a commitment to ourselves, a commitment to our growth, a commitment to our unfoldment and our destiny pattern, and it is commitment to the divine will or our own divine plan, so to speak, that we all carry, and... I, for one, just feel so fortunate that I found this avenue to do this work, to make that commitment, and I'm so excited that there's so many others with me along the same lines making that commitment. So we're really together in this. We really are doing a good thing. Even if you don't listen live, it makes no difference. You might listen to three shows in one week and nothing again for a month. That doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's that... The show really addresses the past, present, and future listeners, so you can be listening at any point in time, and you're still part of the show, always. You listen once and you never listen again, you're still part of the show. So anyway, today is a very important show, and I think it's not necessarily coincidence that I chose the section that I chose to do on the show, because you'll see how incredibly relevant it is, given the situation of the recent terrorist attacks in Manchester, The what the show is really trying to get across is very relevant to the terrorist attacks. And so what's going to happen is I'm going to do all of Joan's part, she, she splits her her part into two just by happenstance she does the amalgamation then she gives the information then she does the healing circle work so i'm going to follow along that but after her healing circle work i am going to do a healing on the situation in england that has recently happened on these terrorist attacks and the higher self have already indicated to me this morning, as I'm racing around, I'm getting information that they are going to be bringing you some information related to the terrorist attacks. And then we will work a healing together on it, on that situation. Um, now, I do want you to know that this this particular session was in November, November 25th. Uh, 1987. And it actually was this last session that Joan did before she moved out of state. She moved to Tennessee. She was there for a few years. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how many, um, but she did move. And this was the last session. So the higher seven I came in, in a way, what they said was a goodbye. And they were giving us kind of quote unquote instructions or reminders or information as to how to deal with the departure of Joan, and more of that will come out as as I read it. But in fact, the information is completely relevant whether somebody is departing or not, and that's what I chose it for because you'll see the message toward the end about unity and oneness uh, is so powerful, and a lot of this ex- a lot is explained there, and then it turns out that. We have the attacks in Manchester, the attack and all of that. So I'll get to that at the end, but it just absolutely was sort of perfect timing. I have to say the other thing I do want to just mention is that there could be some of you that might find have difficulty with the approach that the higher self take at the end. But I don't think so. I think the, way, the approach they're going to take is, is one that you're going to understand at some level. And all I can say is that it does come from my heart, and I do think that you all will join me in the heart connection uh, once you understand from the higher self's perspective what to, um, you know, another way to look at these attacks, Okay. So (laughs) I should just mention that if you want to email me ever about, you know, maybe you're upset about what I say toward the end, what the higher self are indicating at the end, maybe you want to uh, give me ideas for healings. maybe you do find the higher self information to be enlightening, maybe you want a healing for yourself. Anything that you feel to contact me for, you can contact me for. I my email is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. So that's J's and Janet, then there are two V's is in Victor, one M is in Mary, Richmond, R I C H M O N D, at gmail.com. So please feel free to email me. Okay. So I'll get started now. <clears throat> I want everyone to get comfortable if you're in that place where you can actually uh, focus in and move fully into the amalgamated state and then go into the healing. If you're not, maybe you're out walking, maybe you're uh, in the car or whatever, no problem. But just to those of you who can, take a few deep breaths begin to quiet the mind and bring in that focus of attention. And this begins, this will begin the group led by Joan, the information that was brought in by Joan Culpepper again on 1125, 1987 Just getting some water. Okay. <clears throat> Let's quiet our minds now and come together in one accord. And this really is good practice because if you recall, we were told in the very beginning that part of working in the new age vibration would deal with being able to be in more than one place at a time, particularly where the mind is concerned. And early on, we were given many different exercises to promote that idea and to connect that concept within us. So tonight, we will be very conscious about everything that's going on around us, remembering that unconsciousness is our power in consciousness, we have the ability to be in more than one place at a time, to be here in this room, to be elsewhere on the planet, or another planet in the human kingdom universe, or in other dimensions, working and being together. Excuse me. So we take this opportunity tonight to come together in a state of consciousness, focusing our attention on the pure soul essence allowing the pure soul essence to grow until we are encompassed within its center, remaining very conscious of the pure soul essence and the fact that we are standing within its center. Now take a moment to focus your attention on that power and the energy and the frequency of your pure soul essence. Within this center, you carry your highest, most purest, most perfect point of power. And as you focus your attention on this pure soul essence, Take a moment now and move into the originating source of energy and all there is. Amalgamate with that, being aware at all times of your amalgamation and your centeredness. And now invite the totality of all that you are to come forward and join with you, amalgamating with all aspects of yourself from all levels and all dimensions. It's important to remember at all times that each of you carry within you the power and the glory to be all that you've come in to be. It's important for you to understand that you carry within you the ability to express the power of the miraculous. You may view this meeting tonight as the ending of an old era and the beginning of a new era. Remember, we have told you always that the idea of new beginnings is always based on the removal of something else, so that perceived chaos becomes the centering point for change in the lives of each individual. This is a period and and opportunity for each of you to truly understand and come into the knowledge of the power that you truly are. It is good that you consider maintaining contact, not only in a group setting, but maintaining contact through... Thought you will, rep- you, will re- you will recall that part of your heritage in being at more than one place at a time, deals with your ability to think yourself into more than one place at a time. It's important to maintain the sense of communi- of connectedness. It's not a period of sadness. It is not a period that should be depressing or devastating. It's a period for each of you, individually and collectively, to continue to reach for and draw into your own expression that piece of the puzzle that each of you carry. Janet. The leaving of Joan certainly was the removal of something in all of our lives. She was the ballast, the support, the knowledge, the bringer of all that we needed for our journey. Her leaving felt like chaos as her classes and workshops were so much a part of our lives. In short, we were devastated, and their words at the time really helped little, because at that point, none of us had gone through the transition point to the other side. Thus, we didn't know the silver lining. We didn't know the huge opportunity it gave all of us to turn more within and to find out more who we each were and to develop our own gifts and talents. And also, in fact, it did motivate many of us to keep going on our own. I remember feeling determined but completely inadequate to the task. But as time passed, year after year, I saw my growth in many areas and realized that, in fact, It was a huge gift she gave us, a treasure, treasure that was second only to the treasure of her having had brought in the higher self information in the first place. She laid a foundation that was and is solid to this day, and it is a foundation I continually use and expand on, a great legacy indeed. Now, we were lucky, too. She didn't die in 1987. She did move away and come back periodically, two or three times a year. When she did die in 2006, we were, even though it was unexpected, we were more prepared on some level for her departure. Of course, we all loved her, and we were grief-stricken that she had died so unexpectedly but at that time, we had already come into our own. Yes, we'd come into our own. Not that we still didn't have a lot of growth to do, of course. But the wrenching was different this time. And it was profound, but it carried with it the knowledge that we had accomplished what her first, quote-unquote, departure was there the opportunity that it brought us? We had accomplished that opportunity, and that was just amazing, amazing gift to see the difference in the wrenching, to see the difference in the grief or the um, the quote unquote chaos. Okay, back to the higher selves the work and the destiny that each of you have volunteered to process, the being together and doing the good work for the humanitarian vibration is still very real and viable process for each of you. And while you depart from this group setting tonight, you will come together again, each of you in a higher expression of the totality of all that you are, and you will fulfill all that you't all that you have come in to fulfill, all that you've come in to do. It is a period with this evolutionary thrust for each of you to maintain your sense of centeredness. That evolutionary thrust continues to move at ever higher rates of speed. And as a result of that, each of you, as volunteers for the greater good, will pioneer that cleansing and purifying process, which in many instances will cause each of you from time to time as if you feel you are being tested or tried in some way. Please remember that we're not involved with ideas and concepts as they pertain to testing or even lessons. Each soul with a dual form nature carries in it the ability to tap into the highest aspect of itself and therefore to process in a very easy and positive manner. Therefore, if the soul chooses to process in various areas that causes that individual to feel as if there is, is a test or a trial of some sort... It is simply because that individual has not unlocked from the tunnel vision of the perspective and has not yet moved to the expanded viewpoint in order to encompass and understand the process from a higher viewpoint. This is not meant as a chastisement at all. It is simply to remind each of you, those of you who are here tonight, and this, of course, applies to those of you who are not present. And it applies to those of you who are not even known to this group. Each of you is here in this voluntary, each of you here in this voluntary pattern are here in order to be all that you've come to be. Janet, clearly this radio show is a part of what the higher self are referencing, even those who are not known to this group as as yet. And that's it. All of you out there were not known to the group, but you were all included back in 1987, even if you weren't born yet. Okay, higher self. It's a time which can best be spent if you determine within yourself that you are a diamond, rather than viewing yourself as a lump of coal on the way to becoming the diamond. From our perspective, we do not see lumps of coal. We only see the diamonds. It's important for all of you to maintain that sense of centeredness within the purity of your own pure soul essence so that each of you can express to yourself and demonstrate to yourself that you are truly expressing as that diamond with all of the many beautiful sparkling facets that the diamond has to offer. You are greatly expanding at many levels. In many instances, this is an unconscious expansion. In other instances, it is an expansion that you are consciously aware of. The point is that over the next few years, each of you will expand to stand in a much higher state of absolute consciousness as to the totality of your beingness. This does not mean that you will stand in that completed state of absolute perfection from the fifth dimensional level. It means that you will have made great strides forward and will be standing in a much higher place as far as your own frame of reference, your own perspective, and your own understanding is concerned. Each of you carry a wealth of knowledge and power within your soul space. Each of you have come in to share with others this wealth of knowledge. At one level, then, you would consider each of you as being a teacher. Although the idea of teaching and teachers is rapidly being bypassed in favor of the idea of simply sharing knowledge and sharing experiences. For to play the role of teacher is to imply that the student is lesser than, and therefore to place the student in a position of looking externally toward the teacher rather than internally where the true source of power of the individual lies. Janet. Of course, this goes for me, too, guys. We are all in this together. We are all equal, and we all have pieces of the puzzle. Mine just happens to be one who helps bring information to the conscious mind, at least at this point in time. But it doesn't make my piece any better than anyone else's. And the higher selves are reminding us that Joan, too, is only one piece of the puzzle, and that as her students, in quote, it was important for us not to look externally to her, but to move to the internal viewpoint. And that is really what I do try to get across to each and every one of you. And I think most of you are getting that message pretty well. But here again, the higher selves are really honing in on we're sharing information. It isn't about teacher-student this is one of the reasons I, every week, am just implore each of you to send me some emails. Let's communicate. Let's share whatever it is, good, bad, or indifferent. Let's be one together and uh, be a community instead of, you know, me as a quote-unquote teacher and you as students. Please add your, give me your input. Let's do this together. Let's become that community, and we have that ability in this day and age. Again, my email is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. Okay, higher yourself. There are many time-space dimensions that each of you will process and contact and become part of. In some cases, you are unable to comprehend in this reality the idea that you and all lovers like you, meaning the fifth dimensionals with dual soul nature, carry that kind of power and that kind of ability. It is no importance to us whether or not you understand or comprehend this as yet in this reality, in that it is a process that you have preordained for yourself And therefore, you will reach that point of comprehension. You will reach that point of laying claim to that power that you carry. And each of you will do it within the time frame that you've preordained for yourself in fulfilling and carrying out. This does not deny your ability to freely make choices and decisions out of that free will expression. It simply means that where each of you are concerned, and this is true of many others like yourself, the underlying sense of beingness and the underlying sense of that higher soul expression is completely and totally in charge of all that you are and all that you are becoming. As a result of this, while you have the ability to make those choices and make those decisions from that free will vibration, you will be guided unconsciously in the beginning and then very consciously later on in time you'll be guided by that higher expression of yourself and will be in tune with and will merge the free will with the divine will expression up to this point in time there are two these two parts of you have been divided and have separated you from that conscious knowingness of all that you are It's time to remember that each of you carry a piece of the puzzle. And in carrying a piece of the puzzle, you will ultimately join together at some point in the future now to reconstruct the puzzle and bring all of the pieces together so that the picture of the puzzle is a composite one or composite one. I just want to repeat this. This is Janet. I just want to repeat that sentence. It is a time to remember that each of you carry a piece of the puzzle, and in carrying a piece of the puzzle, you will ultimately join together at some point in the future now to reconstruct the puzzle and bring all of the pieces together so that the picture of the puzzle is a composite one. Okay. Higher self. Continue to practice loving the self properly, allowing yourself to be who you are in a non judgmental state, while at the same time allowing every other individual to be who they are in a non judgmental state. Remember, we have indicated that unity is the idea of each soul individually allowing every other soul individually or groups of souls collectively to be who they are without attempting to make judgments about who they are and without attempting to change who they are so that they comply with the viewpoint of another group of individuals. So while you move toward the idea ultimately on this planet of unity and oneness, it is a unity and oneness that is quite different from the normal expectation that quote-unquote also will be united in one thought and and for one cause. Unquote. Okay, this is Janet. I just want to repeat that last bit uh, here because I want to emphasize it. Unity is the idea that each soul allows every other soul, individually or collectively, to be who they are without attempting to make judgments about who they are and without attempting to change who they are in order that they comply with the viewpoint of another group of individuals. And while you move toward that idea, ultimately on the planet, the idea of unity and oneness, it is a unity and oneness that's quite different from the normal expectation of, quote-unquote, all souls united in one thought and for one cause, unquote. Okay. This means, guys, that we allow the differences, respect the differences, without judgment. Unity is not about all of us at some point agreeing with each other. It's about agreeing to disagree with the understanding that those who disagree with us are where they are because that is where they are. It's not about pushing them to be somewhere else, to think somewhere something else, or to be something else. We aren't there yet, but the higher selves next lay out how we will get there. Okay? Higher selves. You are to be part of the bridge of communications. The engineers who will first build the bridge, and the volunteers who will then move across that bridge in order to aid and assist all level all levels of soul mentalities in areas that deal with this unity and this oneness this means that you are processing and becoming united at, and at one with yourself united and one with yourself in all levels of your totality of expression the aspect of your fourth-dimensional soul, the aspect of your fifth-dimensional soul, uniting and becoming one with the self. Allow these energies to continue to flow and cooperate with these energies to the degree that you're able. Remember to love yourself, particularly in the moments of greatest disharmony, when you have the sensation or the feeling that you should love yourself the least. You are the beautiful diamond. In our eyes you are that already. We ask that you blend your vision with our vision. Our vision is that each of the higher selves individually each of the higher selves connected individually to each of you and to the higher and the higher selves that are connected to the conglomerate whole of you will blend and merge and unite in that state of oneness so that you can become all that you've come in to be, that you can more easily accomplish your destiny and fulfill the, met- the mission of assisting through demonstration, the various assisting the various humanities in their various expressions. Be all that you are, and know that you all that you are at any point in time is all that you can be at that point in time. Attempt to stay centered within the nowness of who you are in this moment, moving forward in a moment-to-moment fashion with the idea and concept firmly implanted within you that you are the diamond, you are the miracle, you are the highest expression of higher heart consciousness energy, loving yourself, loving others, uniting and becoming one with all the aspects of who you truly are. We will continue to correspond collectively and individually so that the uniting of this group, even though it appears in this moment tonight to be moving apart, will still remain united at one from a different direction. There will be exchanges of information, all valuable and all viable, all parts of the overall puzzle. And it is important for each of you to spend quality time with your own totality in order to begin to process and bring through that part of the puzzle that belongs to you exclusively, insofar as the informational vibration is concerned. Janet, the idea of spending quality time with your own totality simply means to become consciously focused on your totality, consciously becoming one with your totality. In other words, amalgamating. Just the conscious amalgamation is powerful all on its own even when there's no time to do any neutralizing. Higher self. Be at one with the self. Be attuned with the self. Be united with the self. And allow the higher energies of all that you are to process to move you in the direction that these energies desire to move move you toward. Understand that the evolutionary thrust will move you to a place that is much higher and you will become much more consciously motivated than you are at this point in time. The blinders, the veils are being removed. Each of you are reaching into higher levels of drawing upon that wealth of knowledge and divine power. Each of you are beginning to demonstrate in various ways the power of the miraculous that you carry, demonstrating to yourself and to others that you are here to assist and to be part of the overall humanitarian evolutionary movement. Now, Joan moves into her healing circle part, and then I will be moving into my portion Okay, this is Joan. Let us now move our attention to the healing circle. I would like to ask tonight that each of us move into the healing circle. And I call in all others that have been involved in this group in the past, those that will become involved in this group in the future, all of those unknown to us that will be processing, maybe in a different direction, but for the same reason. I ask that for the moment, we stand united at one, Unite first with yourself. Feel unity and harmony and at oneness. Take just a moment to appreciate yourself in the now of this moment. The past is not important. The future is not important. Where you've been and where you're going has no bearing whatsoever on the appreciation of this moment right here in the now. Appreciate and love yourself. Now feel the unity and at oneness as you express in this moment of all aspects of all that you are, merging and amalgamating all those aspects of yourself, becoming an absolute pillar of light, blowing brightly, sparkling as the diamond. Now take a moment to send the energy of unity and oneness and harmony. Just allow that energy to flow through your mind and out, encompassing the totality of this planet. Encompassing every soul on this planet at every level, infusing into this vibration the higher heart consciousness, perfected love, perfect health, perfect understanding. Allow that to flow. Remain absolutely centered on the unity of yourself. And now release that out and let it flow out into the totality of all dimensions, all levels of evolution. Continue to allow that to flow, and now draw into the healing circle any specific individual. You can do this with your mind that you are aware of, that you would ask for special energy focusing, and we invite in any souls that are unknown to us who would desire help and assistance. And now as a group again, united with the self, at one with the self, flow out that idea of unity and harmony and at oneness. Flow out that idea of higher heart consciousness energy, of perfect health in mind, body, and spirit. Flow out the power of the miraculous that each of you carry. You are the miracle. Give that miracle away to every individual soul placed within the circle with the understanding that the more you give the miracle away, the more miraculous, you become within that point of power that you carry at the pure soul essence level. Allow that energy to flow. Now stand within the center of this energy that you as a group have created and allow yourself to experience this energy. Unity with the self at one moment, Unity with the totality of all life. At one with the totality of all life allow that energy into your own vibration experiencing it allowing it to un- unfold you to hold you to mold you making the choice the decision to allow it in it's that simple and in closing let us remain very conscious of all times of our correctedness to the total connectedness to the totality of all life and our connected to Connectedness to the totality of ourselves as individuals. Let's remain conscious that we are connected by these brilliant beams of light. Wherever we are, we are at one, one with another. Okay, this is Janet. Now, that's a very powerful uh, healing and amalgamation that Joan does every time. And we are now in the full state of amalgamation And the Higher Self do wish to have me talk with you about this event, keeping in mind that this event is being used as an example of these types of events that have been seen all over the globe, not not only in recent times, but all through time, understanding the event may not be exactly the same as this one, because this one involved a concert and that sort of thing, we however, they want to look, us to look at the helicopter viewpoint, so to speak, looking at this event as something that is a the microcosm of the greater whole. Now, I'm sure many of you have read or listened to newscasts about the event and there are many words used to describe the terrorists, evil, bad, losers, etc. And the higher selves do understand that perspective that we would look at the individuals, the victimizers, the terrorists as being evil, but they do offer us another perspective. They in no way are going to push it down anybody's throat but they want to explain to help bring into consciousness this other perspective. Some of you who've listened to my show will understand this and I'm pretty sure others that are periodic listeners and don't have a context may not fully grasp it, but I'm going to explain it as best I can. The, they want us to understand that there are, Those like us that carry the dual soul nature, fifth dimensionals in place on the planet that carry the human facade. We're here to help the evolutionary process for the four lower kingdoms. True humans, just as we did when we were evolving way back when through the human kingdom and we were not carrying, we had not yet reached the fifth dimensional, uh, we had not graduated yet into that fifth dimension. We were also true human, and all humans, when we graduate from the animal kingdom, we are carrying the majority of what we carry at that early human level is the animal nature. And the journey of the humans through the human kingdom is to move into higher and higher and higher and higher levels of understanding, assimilating the animal nature and then growing and expanding to understand and move to the purity of the highest level of human. Now, when souls come in, and as they move through their journey in the human kingdom, this process of um, assimilating the animal nature and moving into the purity of the human nature, they play out, for the most part, that animal nature in their lifetimes. And the in the animal kingdom, and this was explained, I believe, in, in one of my shows, in the animal kingdom, it's all about needing to dominate in order to be victim, victors. It's about maintaining territory, uh, status, levels, you know, uh, alpha male, you know, as opposed to not being alpha male, all sorts of things like that. and they the way that the animals and we' and I'm talking mostly about the more advanced animals, the ones like lions and apes and things like that, they, for example, lions, they have the pride and they have a big territory and they roar and they mark their territory consistently to keep out any other Prides from their area. They're guarding their territory very carefully, whether it's the territory where they have food or the territory where, you know, for the females, whatever the territory is, and it's probably all of the above. And when there's an intrusion in the territory, it's about dominating and pushing that intrusion, that neighbor, that other lion, in, you know, pushing them out of the territory. And whoever wins keeps that territory, whether it's a female or that portion of the, the, the food territory, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. What the animal kingdom does not do is it doesn't converse and try to understand the, those who are pinging upon their territory. So for example, the, the animal doesn't know or understand that the water source, and I'm just making this example up, The water source of the neighboring pride has begun to dry up because it's a drought. And their territory, the other pride's territory, has a lot of rivulets and small little water holes, whereas the territory they're impinging on has a big river. And the drought has enabled that territory to keep water. So the neighboring territory is dying of thirst (laughs) and is impinging because they need water. There's no discussion. There's no understanding between the two prides. And I don't, I mean, I'm just giving an example, so I don't even know if this ever happens. but I think you understand what I mean. When the, in the early stages of human, there is very little discussion and communication and understanding as well. So when one human village, you know, or, different villages impinge on each other's village for whatever reason the in the early days it's just about pushing those invaders out there isn't any really any kind of understanding what it is they are experiencing what their purposes are or whatever and you know I'm being really ridiculous but you you know, you know what I'm saying so in the human kingdom the animal nature gets played out For the most part, we've seen it on this planet forever. And all those that are truly human on this planet are still not, haven't reached that purity of the human nature. They still have residues and elements of the animal nature that they are playing out of. So you still have this need to dominate, this need to uh, be victors, this need to uh, force uh, one, their ideas onto others and they are still carrying a tremendous amount of tunnel vision. So what I'm, what the higher South want us to understand is that there are, that the individuals on the planet that are playing out of the animal nature, are playing out at a lower level of understanding that you or I would have, that many would have. But they're playing out of this lower level of frequencies of awareness. And it does not mean... I mean, it it doesn't mean they aren't valuable and worthy. So instead of putting labels on them as evil... It might be better, I suggest strongly, it's better to think that they are educatable, that they can learn and grow in awareness so they do not feel and will not feel the need to dominate, to win, to overpower, to force. Now, those labels of evil, takes away the value of the individual, just simply because they are present and alive, they have value, they carry the pure soul essence. And understand too, that it's not only the victimizers that need help, that need help to be educated, to, to uh, grow in their frequency, The victimizers, but so do the victims, because in essence, both sides are fully cooperating with one another for their own individual needs. And because their belief systems that they carry at the soul level are telling them this is the way to go, whether it's to be the victimizer or to be the victim. So my point is, guys, and maybe I'm not saying this as clearly as I should, because literally the higher selves brought this to me very few moments before the show started. So I was unable to really get it in the organized manner that I normally would. But they, they really are indicating that both sides need help from us. Both sides need help with the evolutionary process. Not just some of the humanities, not just the victims that need help. It isn't that. Both sides need help, and I'm not saying here, and please let me be clear, that the terrorists don't need to face the consequences of their actions, or the victims don't need all of our caring and support, and that people in general don't need to be protected. But in this moment, this is not our job. I'm on the radio show. I'm not in England. I'm not there to do those kind of jobs. But we can all help. We can help at the energetic level to heal, to bring understanding, to balance, and to facilitate the evolutionary movement forward for all the humanities, not just for the victims. We want to work with the victimizers as well, because both sides need help. Both sides have accepted their role. Both sides are being led around by the nose, by their belief systems, and Many are playing out, not all, but many are playing out of that animal nature. And what are we here for, guys? We're here to help the humanities process and move forward in their evolutionary movement, (laughs) to process and move forward in that evolutionary movement. That's what we're here for. It's easy to help those that we care about, that we relate to, that we see are really trying. It's maybe more difficult to say, okay, we have to help everyone, no matter what we think about those people. And all the judgments that we carry, that they're evil, that they're bad, that they're unworthy, that we just need to get rid of them. We just, you know, whatever people think. The higher selves really want to encourage us to move away from that viewpoint. Because we have this unity. As you know, when I do the healings now, I am now seeing the beacons of light that we all are all around the planet. There is a tremendous amount of unity and a tremendous amount of ability that we have. We can tap into a lot of power. And that is what I'm going to use for the healing now. And we're going to heal the entire situation, the people directly and indirectly related that are indirectly related, not just. Those specific victimizers or victims, we're helping everybody. You know, the higher self, they, you know, it's about helping all souls. And so that's what we're doing today. Okay. With that, I just want to have a little water. I want everyone to quiet their minds again and refocus on that centeredness, on that oneness, on the unity within. And feeling it, connecting it, and being it, and expressing it, and your light from that point of centeredness, creating the beacons of light that we all are, all of us known and unknown, the past, present, and future listeners, all that are working with the same focus of attention and the same intention all around the planet. Getting some water. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm already seeing the same. The higher selves are uh, showing me that they want us to move as a group. We have, we've already amalgamated, we're already centered, we're already at one with the light within, the unity within, the at oneness within, and we're standing within the nowness and the oneness of the originating source. And they are, even though I've been seeing it as a global picture, in essence, they're having us move into and be part of, uh, I see us right in the center of England. Okay, now it doesn't mean that the only healing we're going to be doing is in that location. It just means that's the centering point that they're giving me for the healing for whatever reason okay, the higher selves are just indicating that they're giving it to me for a reason because that's where our focus is. That's where our concern lies at this moment in time. So we're beginning there because we all want to address that situation very deeply. And it's important to us uh, because we hurt for everybody involved. We have tremendous empathy and concern. So we're starting there. Now, what I'm saying is there are symbolically two parts of the whole. We're standing in the center and we are ascending light, and there's two parts of the whole, two polarities, so to speak. There are those who are the victims and their souls, and it's um, the souls, those who were injured and killed in this specific incident, but the victimology, the victims here, those souls are. It's huge. It's not just the ones in England that have come in for the healing. It is all souls that have played out the victim role in, I don't know whether it's similar situations or what, but I have to say the number is enormous. It's just way past my ability to even conceive of. So we have this polarity, sort of half the orb, so to speak, that we're at the center of is... Um, victims, not only of the current situation, but of all all victims, all those who carry the victims to this extreme. I don't think it's you know um, every single individual, but to this extreme. And then on the other side, the other half, so to speak, of the orb are the victimizers. Now, the thing that's interesting is we have the victimizers of this particular incident. I see the individual they believe was the bomber um, himself, and I see those he's connected to I'm seeing uh, and then the the network kind of spreads. I'm seeing the network as it's moving into the various uh, support groups all around uh, the The terrorist cells, I guess it would be Uh, just these like it's almost like that networking that I've seen that all of us are going to have. It's almost like this spider plant where things lead to things, lead to things. And it's just it's very, very, um, very specific. Now, this is very specific to this particular incident and all other incidents like it that were terrorist in nature. But that's—it's only starting there. It's beginning with the terrorist situation that we have in this moment, and that we've had in the, you know, more recent times. And it's showing the networking. I'm seeing the networking. But after the the networking from the recent times, terrorists of all times are lined up. It is—they are, you know, terrorists or victimizers are lining up behind this networking I'm seeing. And so, in essence, both sides of the orb are completely full. And I want to tell you something else that's very interesting, but not surprising. Some souls are in both sides. Yes. Absolutely. And that's part of the enormity of the symbolic orb. Because souls are placing parts of themselves in both sides, parts where they've been victims and parts times where they've been victimizers. So that is unexpected, but not surprising. So that's what we have here. Now, the higher selves want us to keep our focus on the fact that we are standing as individual beacons joined together in one accord at the center of this orb symbolically speaking and we are joining and and uh, moving our divine light that we all carry that's connected with the originating source and with our true soul essence and the purity of our facade soul we are all at oneness and at unity with one another and from this direction we want to or from this place the higher south are indicating they want us to first move higher heart consciousness activate it from the heart center and move it in through and around this huge gigantic array of light that we are and we want to infuse it with the higher heart consciousness energy and we are sharing it with both sides okay and i'm seeing It's very important because not only are we sending in the unity and oneness concept, we're also sending in the proper love of the self, the proper love of others, the proper acceptance of the self, the proper acceptance of others, and the proper forgiveness of the self and the proper forgiveness of others. So right now we are sharing this energy in the light with both sides. Now, a very important element here is I, I have introduced it, I'm pretty sure, in the show, is an energy of evolutionary enlightenment. It is a very powerful energy. It allows people, uh, people, allows all souls at whatever level of evolution they're on to partake of the next level, the next higher frequency of their enlightenment, of their evolutionary process. So we are bringing in now the divine evolutionary enlightenment and that too is moving into both sides that too is moving into both sides so and i do see i see on the victimizer side i'm seeing this gulping being gulped in it's it you've seen you've heard me use that term but it's as if They aren't happy with the, at some level, at the soul level, they're not happy with the journey or the process of the victimizer. And they're taking in this energy, this evolutionary enlightenment, even more than the divine love. But they're going to work together, and the evolutionary enlightenment, as it moves these souls up into higher frequencies, the souls too will then partake of more and more of the divine love so they work together and but it seems almost like the evolutionary enlightenment is enabling more of the loving proper loving to be moved in so that's very interesting okay and i see it it's it's just moving down the the networking okay so what else uh divine understanding of course now divine understanding is being sent to both groups i'm seemingly being shown and my focus is being brought to the uh, victimizers more than the victims but i'll get to them so let's not be concerned i'm leaving anybody out the divine understanding is also being moved through the networking and it is reaching each and every individual all the energies are reaching the individuals now it's up to each individual whether to take any of these energies in or not but i do see uh souls taking and taking it into the soul banks it doesn't mean as you know that they will use it right away but once it's in the soul bank on their own timing they will utilize and take in and process that energy until it's gone and they're ready to take in more. So it is a good thing because the energies are being provided to uh, both sides. But, of course, right now I'm seeing the energies provided to the victims. And I'm seeing it now. At first I was just looking at the networking of modern-day kind of terrorizing. But, you know, terrorizing went on forever and ever, and surprise, blitz attack kind of things have been on been around forever and ever and so the victimizers that that were similar in that way they're all getting the energies are permeating and moving into the totality of all the souls or the uh, aspects of the souls that are in two places they are also being provided this light and it's just kind of flooding and encompassing the totality and filling that side or that half. Of the orb. Very, very powerful. Now, I'm wondering that, um, yeah, the Higher styles are indicating that it is very much time to begin the releases, because when we're victimizers, and, uh, and, and you've heard me on many shows say we are all been victimizers, every single time um, we are blamed for something, it places us in the role of victimizer. So that's number one, because if somebody blames us, then they're the victim and we're the victimizer, whether we want that role or not. And a lot of times we take it on and we agree with that. Oh yeah, it was our fault. We fall on the sword, but we've all been victimizers too. in in other ways, because we've been in those very difficult lives where if you're a man and you're part of the army or the, you know, whatever attack force, you, go around as, as a soldier does. And so the there have been many lives where we spent, whether it's that way or any other way, where we have victimized others in some way, some pretty extreme and some just sort of ho-hum and some and all the ones in between. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we need to let go of the belief systems that we carry as a result of being victimizers. First, we want to let go of guilt. This doesn't mean, letting go of guilt doesn't mean we don't have to face the consequences. It is not about that. Please understand. But but guilt often keeps us stuck in a pattern and we it's part of the rat wheel of repeating patterns because we do something out of guilt and then, Uh, then we don't like ourselves or we hate ourselves or that, whatever it is. So we want to, and, and it's not a time to talk about that, but I think you know what I mean. We want to let go of the guilt. We also, there's also a lot of beliefs here that are tied to spiritual beliefs, in fact, and I'm not just talking about modern day spiritual beliefs. Um, There are many spiritual beliefs on this planet and all over the universe that believe that there are certain rules or regulations or there's punishing gods or whatever, and we have to do the the wishes of those uh, spiritual authorities. For example... um, you you are all aware that there were belief systems where human sacrifice was required to appease the gods. So there's all sorts of ties to the to belief systems. So we want to encourage all of the belief systems that tie one into um, the idea of attacking or hurting others or wiping out others the ideas of being elite of being the one the, the ones that have it right and everyone has to believe what we believe that kind of thing is very pre- prevalent um, even the idea that the authorities the spiritual authorities who as we all know we are all interpreting the best we can they may be spiritual authorities that truly uh, with a well intention brings an in information but the information may still be discolored by their own limited frequencies of understanding and so then their followers you see then follow what they say and so it's, it's part of the belief system that we need to let go of is that it's the external authorities that have it right whether it's uh priest or priestess or any kind of authority, anything, including the interpretation that the authorities give related to what the God or gods want, because it's really important. The belief systems are the external, are external focus. So we want to have all of those belief systems that are tied to spirituality in any way, shape or form. We want as much of that, and there is resistance in some areas of this. I am seeing a tremendous amount, um, a tremendous amount of release, but there is some re- resistance here, and here's why. A lot of times, this is tied in when we when we deal with a spiritual orientation and where these belief systems are very powerful, it often becomes part of the self-identities, part of the definition of who we are. And so, and also it carries great weight if that person happens to be a spiritual person or one that wants to get it right or one that wants to move forward in the spiritual um, path. So there is resistance because the, the idea is from the resistance, or well, if I let go of my belief systems, what's there, what else is there? I let go of myself. I let go of my meaning and my purpose in life. And so we, it, it is a, it, it can be difficult for some of the victimizers to let that go. And so I really, really, and you know, the interesting thing is I'm seeing the victims let go of some of this stuff too. It's perspectives and, The perspectives and the orientation is different from the victims. But honestly, guilt, for example, that we started with the victimizers, victims carry guilt too. And a lot of their reasons to be, a lot of times their reasons to be victims is they feel they need to atone for something that they feel guilty for. So, in fact, there are releases being done from both sides. And I just happen to have my focus of attention on the victimizers, but the higher self are indicating that anything that I say related to the victimizers, it may be twisted around or approached from a different direction, but it also is often carried from that victim side. So it is, there's just releases going on all over the, all over the place. Okay. So now... Again, we want to just get back to the belief systems, the um, the difficulty, because what else is there? What else is there if I if I delete, strike delete, if I release and neutralize the beliefs that give me meaning in my life? And what I'm just wanting to explain, although and the higher self somehow translate, is that. There's a lot of meaning in life, and it comes from different directions, and as you let go of one meaning, new meaning will be able to come in, the expansion on that meaning, and so it's not an either or, you have meaning, and then you don't, it's just how we perceive it, and so, yeah, I am seeing now that the that there's more being let go from the victimized victimizer side they are letting go a lot of this idea that they won't have anything if they let this pattern go this this holding on to these beliefs that um, hold them in the pattern of victimizer Uh, again i want to call in divine forgiveness very important here because they need to forgive themselves as these things are being let go and more of the higher consciousness, the higher awareness is being brought in by those divine energies that we sent in at first, the, often what comes up is more and more guilt at the actions they took and more and more perhaps trying to rationalize away the actions in the sense that it's too scary to look at themselves and believe they are evil. And I want to have them let go of all the concepts, all the ideas of self hatred, lack of self love, undeserving, uh, unworthy, lack of value, anything. I want all of that to be let go on the victimizer side. Very important on the victim side, too, guys. This is a prevalent, prevalent, prevalent belief system and and, uh, emotional. Uh, centered kind of blueprint for for both sides, this idea that they aren't worthy, they don't deserve, they are hateful, uh, all of that. Both sides carry this very, very, um, very difficult pattern, very, very difficult. And so... I want to call in again the higher heart consciousness energy. And as they let go, and it's so difficult because they hear from the news. I mean, today they hear how evil they are, for example. There is no one out there saying they have worth. They have worth even though they have created victims or they have connected with and agreed with others that are now victims from their actions. They don't have anyone saying that they have a pure soul essence and they are as valuable as anyone else. That isn't out there. What's out there is how evil they are. The evil of this world that we have to erase. That is what is being said about them. And they're struggling to find existence, to find worth, to find something that give them meaning. And it's very, very difficult. So I want them to let go of, again, it doesn't mean they don't have to face the consequences of their actions. We're trying to do the healing at the soul level so that maybe this event or this life will be the last time they are victimizers. Okay? We are here for the long haul, guys. We're not here to instantly have... You know, all the terrorist organizations lay down their weapons and their plans and walk forward and say, yeah, put me in jail. That's that's not what we're here for. We're here to help each and every soul. And they're all at different levels, too, to take the next step forward, the next step forward, even if it's baby steps. And so I want each and every one of them to let go of the idea that they're evil, the belief systems that they're unworthy, that they aren't valuable. They too, and this is going to be very difficult for you to hear, they too are diamonds from the higher self's perspective. They too are diamonds. All animals are diamonds. So why wouldn't humans be diamonds? whether they carry the animal nature or not, all souls are diamonds at the higher perspective. And this is something that is important for us to understand, this other viewpoint. Whether you are horrified by it, you can let me know if you're horrified by it. But I'm hoping many of you understand it doesn't make it any different any more less difficult for us when we hurt for those who've been killed the families of those that have been killed those who have been wounded etc we hurt for those who are in fear because they don't know are they going to be next it is very very difficult for us because we have so much empathy on that side to hear my words And I only encourage you to think about them. Don't believe or disbelieve them at all. Just stand in the center of neutrality. Allow the words to come in and see without judgment. Don't put immediate limiters on there. If you can help it, just stand in the center and allow these words, what I'm saying, what I'm bringing to you, that these individuals, these terrorists, these victimizers... Are all diamonds. It is our perspective and their perspective of themselves only, their tunnel vision that they think they are lumps of coal or we do on the way to becoming diamonds. Okay, so they are continuing to release the higher selves, have encompassed the totality of the victimizer side in what could be called a conglomerate healing circle. So all the individuals within this and all the parts of the souls that are within it, they're getting their own symbolic healing circle. And now I'm just moving to the victims. They've already done a lot of releases. And they've already received the energies that have been given to the victimizers um, and I do see there is a breakout now from the, uh, the totality of all the victimizers I am seeing sort of the part of the, the part of it um, as the victimizer the victims known and unknown direct or indirect in this particular incident but again there are those who have been in related similar incidents not only on this planet I don't know if there are other planets, but certainly on this planet for all over time. So, okay, so the higher selves are indicating we want to um, send them. Uh, they already have been sent, and we can re-empower the divine love, the divine unity, the divine forgiveness, divine understanding, divine support. And something is coming up that's also carried by the victimizers, whether or not it seems that way, and so they will be releasing this as well. but this is a um, something that we haven't done yet and i and I want to activate the release of fear because there's a tremendous amount of fear based on real experiences where they have lost their lives, been injured, or their loved ones have lost their lives, whatever. There's a tremendous amount of fear being carried on this side, and fear is a gigantic motivator to uh, close out understanding, to close out communication, to build walls and barriers to keep someone at bay or something at bay or a situation at bay. And so we want to let go. We want to have the victims let go of as much of that fear. And I want to again call in not only divine understanding, but clarity of vision and expanded perception. Um, we, We read now from time to time how victims forgive their victimizers, someone who's been raped, or whose husband has been killed or some terrible crime like that the, the the victim has connected with and has forgiven the victimizer who has themselves learned and feel this tremendous and, and they develop sometimes a real bond we see it now because we have all of these internet stories that come to us from various directions and applications so that's I want to call in that divine understanding and the divine forgiveness again, because it's important. um, It's important for the victimizers too to understand that these are others, are human beings, and it does not let them off the hook by forgiving them or understanding their process. Sometimes we don't want to forgive or understand because we feel, oh, it lets the victimizer off the hook, but in fact, the victimizer is never off the hook. The victimizer always is going through and has to go through his or her own um, journey of learning to find self-love learning to love others, learning to, to grow into that higher perspective. And they come back lifetime after lifetime and repeating patterns until they start to figure it out. It is a journey. So they are never left off the hook ever, but that's what it feels like to us often. We don't want to forgive. And so with forgiveness, we want to call in that divine understanding. And, I see that moving in, the fear is just pouring, pouring, pouring out of there, pouring into the light, pouring, 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 and the divine understanding is really helping Um, divine communication, very, very important here, and I want to say, and I want to bring it to both sides. And this is an energy that you probably never heard me use before because I've virtually never used it before. But the higher selves are indicating they want me to call on divine bridge building. In other words, we want all souls at all levels to be those bridge builders, those engineers, not just the fifth dimensionals with the true soul essence and the facade soul essence, but all souls to understand that bridge building comes at all levels from all souls. The reaching out energy and that is actually very powerful here i am seeing it's as if it's helping to weave the divide between these two groups now it doesn't mean oh now they, they they're more connected that now the victimizers have easier targets No, it's not like that. That is not what the symbol means. It's not what the energy is doing. It's that it is creating space. It is creating an energy field because we've infused the divine forgiveness, the divine understanding, the clarity of vision, the expanded perception, the divine love and acceptance. It is building avenues, just maybe only beginning but there's some that were here already it's not like there were never any bridges there are bridges and so what's happening is that it's expanding the ones that were already there and creating new ones and so I want to just keep keep focusing on that divine bridge building energy um, and infuse it with the love and the understanding you know we've had um, diplomacy for a long time and this is along the same lines. But I get the feeling and the sense that in some ways it's going to be individual to individual, not necessarily all the time government related. So it's like neighbors or neighbors to neighbors or, you know, you're related by blood or by marriage to, on different sides, that sort of thing. It begins with the individual. So first, loving the South. Finding the un- unity and forgiveness of the self within, and then being able to see the other, the opposition, so to speak, in other ways. Taking off some of the blinders that we carry, where we're judging, 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 and hating, 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 and allowing in understanding. And this is, that's what I'm seeing, is that a lot of the, the connections here are individual to individual. And maybe many of the individuals aren't fully um, into that purity of the human nature, but this is part of the journey of those higher levels of humanity to find and discover that there are other ways and moving to experience and practice that kind of connection and understanding and forgiveness and loving of others. That is part of where all of the humanities are going. And so this affords them opportunities. It's very beautiful what I'm seeing here. And it's as if there's these two halves of the orb that they were symbolically standing in is now beginning to knit and connect, knit and connect. Now, so I want all of us to really focus on those connections, bring that power of the miraculous right into this orb for both sides and in hope that there will be more and more connection, more and more understanding and that we can afford, not afford, effect a miracle here. And I am seeing individuals symbolically from both sides moving to the front of the, Two halves facing each other. So, on both sides, there are souls that have been helped enough from the ceiling or just playing ready in any case that they are willing to play a role in building some of these bridges. So, both sides have willing souls. We may never have a clue who any of them are, and that isn't important, but I'm so heartened to see it's not just one side or the other. It's both sides are bringing forth. There are souls that are stepping forward to be those bridge builders, to begin the process of reaching across the aisle, to understand each other it's just really beautiful and the higher selves now are putting the cocoon of brilliant white light that's sort of that symbolic um, my cocoon has changed i can't remember if i had this in on the show or not but instead of being the cocoon that it was it's as if it's a it's as if it's a healing circle that is always present around now in this case it's Groups of individuals, but within the groups, there is indiv- there are individual cocoons around each individual. It's a cocoon of healing circle energy where the higher selves are manning it 24-7 and allows the soul, when they're ready, to continue to process and take in the higher energies and continue their journey of balance and healing. Uh, in whatever realm or direction or arena that they are ready for. It also does help with the acclimation because acclimation is extremely important, not only because a lot of help has been given for these individual groups or whatever, whenever I'm doing a healing session with people and they move a lot of and do a lot of neutralizing. It's also important because the acclimation of the evolutionary thrust is part of this now. The acclimation to the evolutionary thrust is so essential because it can create, in our minds, we could view it, some of the stuff, as chaotic, as so difficult, as problematic, and the more we can acclimate to this high energy frequency that keeps moving and keeps expanding, and oh my gosh, the more we can do that, the better off we are. So the cocoon has changed And it's still similar, but expanded in nature. The higher self want want us to wind down the healing now, refocusing on the unity and the oneness within, feeling and sensing and experiencing that unity and oneness, activating the higher heart consciousness or the divine love, within and the expanded understanding and valuing and appreciating of ourselves and all others and sending all of this energy out on a continual basis, not only to the victim and victimizers scenarios, but to move it out in through and around the totality of the planet, providing it for all souls on all levels, known and unknown, in body and out, also providing the light for the astral planes uh, to help with the neutralizing of the astral. And then they are also taking it out and moving it to uh, all in through and around many, 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 uh, if not all of the planetary systems that carry life. And the totality of the conglomerate astral is getting fed energy. And they want us to just continue to pulse this out because this is an opportunity for the light to be spread to so many. And there is, as always, a an area that is provided to those testers and tempters, the Lucifer element where that have had their pure soul essence veiled, where they can partake. And um, the, the nurturing and the, um, the light that they need to nurture themselves since their own light is veiled and they're unaware of it. So they are gulping in this energy and they will miss it for the next couple times when I'm not on the show. But there will be many people listening to the show. So that's the good news that they are. They will continually re and power and send that light out again and again. So that's what's great. We have this show repeating with the Archive show. So, okay, well, it looks really good. The, we're just beaming that light out. Um, the higher styles have changed the orientation. Now I'm seeing the light where the beacons come from with around the planet. There is... Um, What's been left in place where we were Is kind of a fountain of energy I would call it Where there is just energy of divine love Divine understanding Divine communication Divine bridge building Divine healing and balancing of course And that is just being uh, That's as if it's been implanted there And it is just Sending out this beautiful energy Not only to that area That country That section of the world but the fountain as we focus on it and i talk about it it is being expanded and literally acting as a fountain of, of energy around the entire planet so even though we've already sent light around the planet there's something a little bit more permanent about this fountain and the higher self said every time we think of that fountain we are empowering it and it will continue to flow so that's a good thing And with that, the healing is done. And I found it really interesting, and I found it tremendously helpful. I I want to say that I did feel a sense of gratitude from both sides. Um, Both sides were not happy. Both sides did not feel good about themselves. Both sides carried guilt. Both sides carried, you know, uh, limited belief systems and judgments and self-hatred, and all sorts of things like that, and that each each soul plays it out in their own way. And so, and they're all playing out from different levels. So it's very, very important that we understand that there really is no evil in this world. We That is our perception. And by understanding there's no evil, by understanding the higher viewpoint that all souls are diamonds, it's just that They're on different journeys and it might not match our journey, but to understand the greater journey is really important because it isn't about erasing those souls, going through their evolutionary process. We're here to help all souls, not just some of them, not just the ones we like or we can relate to or we feel empathy with. We're here to help all souls. And the souls that take that other side, they're in treacherous waters too. They are unhappy too. They don't understand. They don't love themselves either. So it's important that we grasp that fact as difficult as it can be. And that we come from that place. That is our mission. That's what we've chosen to do. And I just you know, would love to have feedback from anybody. Again, my email is jv is Victor, v is in Victor, m as in Mary, Richmond. Richmond at aol.com. Any feedback would be great. Uh, I did something similar, although it was quite different with the terrorist attacks that were in Paris and in France. I can't remember when it was, a year or two ago. Both sides were worked on. I never got any feedback from it at all from anybody, you know, to this day. I have no clue. (laughs) But I do feel now I've given you guys over time so much information, so much context, that probably most of you will at least understand it, even though it might be hard to wrap the head around sometimes. Anyway, with that, I guess I'm done blabbering. Anytime you think of that fountain, please think of it anytime you can, reunite with your oneness, the unity, the oneness, the self-love, the self-acceptance, the totality, the wholeness of who you are, reunite, re And in that way, we're going to be able to move through the connecting of the pure soul essence right, pure soul essence, the true soul essence that comes from divine will, and the purity of the facade soul essence that comes from free will, will be able to merge those two parts of ourselves and live without merging. And in a way, it's similar than the victim and the victimizer in that it's got a barrier now. There has been, it's been so difficult for us to merge those two parts of ourselves. And so that's what we're moving toward. And... So I just encourage you to continue in this direction. All right, guys. So the next two weeks, again, I am not on the show. I'm traveling both days, and it just by happenstance. I think I mentioned that somehow the airline I goes on, I go on, seems to be uh, less expensive on Wednesdays. But I will be doing a show when I'm away. We'll have to go with the flow because I really don't know how it's going to be. And I will when I'm away repeating. The April 26th show and the May 3rd show, those will be repeated, and I will indicate that because the, the tech there was techno difficulties, technical difficulties, and the shows were not good. Uh, they, I apparently went in and out, and it was distracting, and then they cut off completely, and I think one, one of them did, so I am redoing those two shows. So you will get new shows, and you will get a repeat of those two shows, and then those two days. Uh, I will not be doing it all. I don't know, there could be other dark days as I travel around because I'm doing a lot of traveling, but I'm hoping not. So that's the situation, and I'm sticking to it, guys. But I wish you so much the best over the next three weeks. Till I see you again, I'll be back. Let me see, it's June 14th I'm back. And you know how much I love you all. And how much I appreciate the connections and the community that we're building. And remember, I may play out the role as teacher, but instead of thinking of it as teacher and students, let's think of it as we're sharing information. It's just important you share back to me, guys, okay? We're sharing information, and it's like a coffee clutch. My piece of the puzzle happens to be what I'm doing, but it doesn't make me any more important a piece than any one of you, and that's what's so essential. And each of us needs to go within to find ourselves, become one with ourselves, and discover all those gifts and talents and develop the piece that each of us is. And with that, I'm going to say, see you in uh, June 14th. Okay? Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.